Thanks for listening to another life-transforming message from the team here at C3 Southwest Washington. To find out more about our church, visit c3swwa.com. So, I'm Jade, if you don't know me, and I got my cheerleaders in the second row, whole family. Woo! Let's do the wave. (laughs) So, uh, today I'm going to be sharing a little piece of my story um, about my family. So, Jesus, give me, calm my nerves, help me explain my story. Um, Holy Spirit, let it be your words um, to share that piece of story that I have to share. Jesus, may I pray, amen. Amen. So, with uh, Ethan and Alexa, we've been doing homeschooling, and we're learning about the Ten Commandments. And one of the Ten Commandments is honor your father and your mother. And that goes right in hand with the story that I have to tell you. So honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land of the Lord your God is giving you. So this first slide, there should be three pictures. The first picture is a picture of my dad. His name is Bert. And I want to share share the story about my dad and I. Um, that first one is at my wedding when my dad gave me away to Brenton, my husband over there. <laughs> uh, that middle picture, it shows Grandpa Bert days. And there's Ethan and Alexa in that third picture. And those are days where we go out to eat, we might do pedicures, we go to the doctor's office, we um, groceries, anything and everything. Those are grandpa birthdays, and we always make those fun. Those days started about seven years ago when I got the call um, from the doctor's office, hey, we need you to come down. We have, um, we're a little concerned about your dad. So I remember we were... At the, we, Brent and I were living at the fixer-upper house. My mom came and um, took Ethan, he's about one, and we go down to the doctor's office. And the doctor comes in and says, your dad has Alzheimer's dementia. And I was in complete shock. I was just went completely numb. I didn't know what to do. And I remember um, looking at my dad and just seeing his reaction. And he was also in disbelief because he, the doctor wanted to take away his car. And um, so that was, that was a really hard day because Brenton had to take the keys. And my dad was, um, he was angry, he was upset. He was wondering, okay, what, why is this doctor doing this to me? I don't have a problem, you know? I'm still functioning, I'm fine. And so Brenton took the car, and we parked it at our house so he wouldn't sneak out, um, which he probably would have. And um, I remember driving my dad home, and it was just, it was really quiet. And I know he was processing, I was processing, and um, that was a defining moment in my life. When you think of those moments of, okay, what are big things that stand out? That was a defining moment about seven years ago. And... I just remember thinking, okay, Brent and I were just newly married. We had Ethan that was one. And from that time, my relationship with my dad was okay, but it was not anywhere where it is now. Um, you know, I was 
I had my full-time career, I was an area manager, and we were just well on our way, and then all of a sudden this happened. So I had to make a decision, and I decided I was gonna step down from being a manager. And that was huge to me, because I was a big workaholic. I defined myself by my, my label, um, my accomplishments, and I'm very driven in that way. And so that was heartbreaking to me, not took a long time, even over a year or so, just saying, oh, what do you do? And not, okay, this is my label. So that was a defining moment. Um, but I knew that I had to do that because family is first. So if we go to the next slide, I want to show you why I knew that. And it was my upbringing. So we've got that first picture. That's my little, that's the family. Um, there's my mom, you guys know my mom, May. And then there's my dad. <laughs> there's my brother that is two years older than me, but he's smaller than me. <laughs> so we always talk about he got the Asian side. Um, and um, there's my dog, Nikki. And this, we grew up in Glendale, California. So um, on the top there is my mom's parents and the bottom is my dad's parents. So. Growing up as a little girl, um, I was there with my mom, and she would go grocery shopping. Um, she would take them to the doctor's office. We would be on our hands and knees cleaning the floor of, of their apartment. And on my mom's parents, they live in downtown Chinatown, so they live in a very poor area. There was bars on the window. And uh, we didn't grow up like that, but going into that, um, you know, it's eye-opening for a little kid. And anytime we visited my grandma, um, we stayed there. We didn't go stay at a hotel. We stayed on the floor to honor her parents. And so I just remember being a little girl, and I just did it because my mom had me do it with her. And same with my dad's parents. They were very ill, and she was there every week making food and cleaning and anything that they needed, doctor's appointments. And so I just remember those things and it is just ingrained in me, the fabric in me. And that's why it's so important, anytime I do anything with my dad, I bring the kids along. That is just what we do. It's not something, okay, you have to do it. No, you gotta show it by that's what you do when, you wanna, when you're honoring your mom and your dad. And so those things were ingrained in me. And so when I got the call seven years ago and I decided to step down, change my whole career, I, I, I didn't regret it and I didn't like hesitate at all because of my upbringing, because I knew that's what I had to do. So this next scripture here, keeping your eyes on Jesus, it's Matthew 14, 27, 31. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat. And I'm just going to pause right there. So stepping down from my career, I had to get out of the boat. And there were many times, come, looking back now for seven years, I, we had to make big decisions to get out of the boat. To even the point now, this last year, I quit my job, full-time homeschooling. I had to get out of the boat. Brenton is in real estate. That's not a, every two weeks you get a paycheck. We had to make that 
get out of the boat, keep our eyes on Jesus and say, Jesus, we, it doesn't make sense in the financial realm, but he has provided and provided, and it has been the most amazing decision ever. Probably um, it would be easier going to work than homeschooling, to be honest with you. <laughs> I desperately want to go back. There's no 20-minute break. There's no union at home. <laughs> There's no grievances. Um, there's grievances. <laughs> exactly. There's no HR. <laughs> there's no policy. Um, so stepping out of the boat, keeping your eye on Jesus. And I'll continue here. Peter got um, down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink and cry out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? This last seven years, many times I took my eyes off of God. Many times I wanted to do it myself. Why was I so anxious? Why was I so, so burdened? It's only me that's losing my dad. My brother doesn't understand. He's in Florida. My mom is not together with my dad. It's only me that are feeling these hurt feelings. I felt isolated, the disease of Alzheimer's. You're losing, you're losing your parent while they're still physically here. Their memories are, are not even there. I can't even call my dad and say, Dad, guess what? We moved into our dream home last year. Dad, guess what? Brenton is doing amazing. He doesn't understand that. And so I remember just going through these waves of just darkness, and it's because I took my eyes off of God. I was trying to be my own God and carry myself through. Right, right, right. So just remembering, just as Jesus put his arm out and saying, no, keep your eyes locked on me. I am going to lift you up and carry you through. And so, you know, ups and downs, one minute I'm great, next minute, down. Up, down, you know, so one eye's looking up, one eye's looking down. I mean, it seriously is an hour by hour. Um, homeschooling, minute by minute. We're doing great. Ah! So anyway, a lot of looking up, looking down. Um, but that constantly, it's, it's gone better and better. You know, how many times have we gone to the ER, have gotten the call? Okay, your dad hit his head going to the ER. There's many times, and that actually happened a couple weeks ago. So um, it is a roller coaster, but that is the only thing I know in my heart that is going to get me through this. My husband, he could say, I can help you as much as I can, but it's God that's going to help lift me up and carry me through. So this uh, next slide here, it's a picture um, so this is actually after the pan or when the lockdown and I kind of snuck my dad out. It was like four or five months. I couldn't see him because they locked everything up. You couldn't see anybody. And prior to the lockdown, a week before my dad was at assisted living, he kept escaping and going, um, <laughs> He would go for a walk at 1 or 2 in the morning, and then he'd get locked out. So we had to move him to memory care, where essentially it's locked down. Um, we moved him there a week before, then everything locked down. 
um, the, the shutdown for the pandemic. And then after that, I couldn't see him. And still at that time, he remembers my name. He, you, when I would go and pick him up for grandpa birthdays, he would see me and um, recognize me. So my biggest fear during that time was, when I see him, is, is, he, is the memory of me gonna be gone? And that like terrified me. It was so hard. And, but I had to work through that. And obviously last year was very hard for a lot of people. And so uh, finally I was like, he has a doctor appointment. I snuck him out. We had everything set at the house. Where I knew we had to do a pedicure because that is really important. Um, and then here you see Alexa is actually helping with the pedicure. And there's Ethan being his goofy self. <laughs> bring, yep, bring a smile. Um, the scripture here, John 13, 14, if I then the Lord and the teacher washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. And just right here, just as my mom has been such an amazing, strong example in my life of being humble enough to wash your, my parents' feet, and look at Ethan and Alexa. I am so proud of you, Ethan and Alexa. You bring so much joy. You bring so much joy to Grandpa Bert, and I'm so proud of you. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, this is the next slide here. I'm very picture person, so I had to like the pictures here. Um, this next slide here, this actually was a couple weeks ago when I did get the call. He did fall, hit his head. Um, he fractured his nose, so I had to meet down at the ER there for a long time. And um, does he know my name? No, he doesn't know my name anymore. Um, does he recognize me? I'd like to say he does, but I don't know. But right there, I took a picture of him and I holding hands. And I knew, it doesn't have to be verbal, but I know that he knows it's me. And usually, I am a very strong person. I don't want to ask for help. But when I got that call that my dad was going to the ER, I was driving down to Legacy, and I was listening to the blessing. So I was bawling like a baby. Okay, <laughs> and I remember sitting there, and I started just texting everybody, say, please pray for my dad, please pray for my dad, and that's not normally me. I might just tell a couple people, and that's it, but I can tell you, they're just being humble and vulnerable and allowing people to help me pray for me and was just um, incredibly amazing, and I've never done that before. I might do it to a couple people, cause, but that's it. And then there he is. We had the, um, the party pack at McDonald's. So <laughs> that was our cheat day, apparently. We had the hamburgers, the fries. We had the chicken nuggets. My car smelled like McDonald's for probably another week. You know that smell? Yeah. So <laughs> My third point here is uh, cast your cares on him. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And I'm speaking to myself when I say this. I need it tattooed on my head. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in my heart, 
and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. I have this um, book that my mother-in-law always reads, has read to her kids, and there's just a couple pages I just want to finish um, to really just describe for me the meaning of life here, the circle of taking care of one another. And it's, uh, the book is Love You Forever, written by Robert Munch, I think. A mother held her new baby and very slowly rocked him back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And while she held him, she sang, I love you forever, I'll like you for always. As long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. But at nighttime, when that two-year-old was quiet, she opened the door to that room, crawled across the floor, looked up over the side of the bed, and if she, he was really asleep, she picked him up and rocked him back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And while she rocked him, she sang, I love you forever, I like you for always. As long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. Well, when that mother, she got older, she got older and older. And one day she called up her son and said, you better come see me because I'm very old and sick. So her son came to see her. Then he came in the door. She tried to sing that song. She sang, I love you forever. I'll like you for always. But she just couldn't finish because she was too old and sick. Then the son went up to his mother. He picked her up and rocked her back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth. And he sang the song, I love you forever, I like you for always. As long as I'm living, my mommy, you'll be. And when it's that time for Jesus to say, Bert, it's time for you to come home to heaven, I will be looking at God to carry me through. And I will be rejoicing because there will be no more diseases and his memories will be back. And I will be able to have those conversations with him. Guess what, Dad? Guess what? Look at the kids. They're off to college. They're getting married. And I will be rejoicing in that moment when my dad gets to go home to heaven. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, leaders, and what we do at C3 Church, visit our website at c3swwa.com.